Oh shit! Episode four six six. Lock it down, comedy film nerds. Coming in hot. Boom. Yeah, must not have been on the road for seven days traveling. <laughs> no, I'm actually. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm sore from doing martial arts mm-hmm. yesterday, last night, mm-hmm. and uh, sure Jackie is doing it for us. <laughs> Jackie's mar- <laughs> what arts? What style are you doing, Jackie? <laughs> It's called Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> Yours felt like it's sort of more rooted in being a semaphore. Yeah. Than... yeah right. I was also saying, where's the bathroom? And yes. flag talk. <laughs> and landing a plane. Yeah. She did a fantastic job. That's the uh, martial arts style uh, robot dance. Robot dance. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, we're in the future. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, mm-hmm. I've been having some tweaky soreness because... Mm-hmm. I have yet to tell my body I'm not 25 yet <laughs> anymore. <laughs> or maybe the reverse is true. The body has yet to tell you, you, that you're not 25 anymore. <laughs> Somehow the communication has failed. Yeah, communication, somewhere. Yeah. Well, my brain is like, you're still 25, dude. And my mm-hmm. body's like, you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're 25 if you're living in the end of Cocoon. Yeah, exactly. Remember that movie, Cocoon? We're I, on a movie show. Oh, yeah. really? I referenced a movie. I you guys. Never heard of it. Cocoon? Yeah. Who was in that? Um, Tom Hanks? What? <laughs> <Yep>. so. <laughs> so. That was the other weird sort of mystical water-based alien invasion science fiction yeah. mm-hmm. rom-com that came out in that yeah. area it was splash sure. and one Cooper. of the mingling wrinkles yep it all, was, all you got to do is use the pool and break open in one of those pods and you're good to go yeah so my point is i'm looking for one of those youth pool pods so right. that i can feel better no <laughs> shout out to the to the listeners anybody keep it a cocoon pod yeah. so i was on my hashtag pool pod <laughs> <laughs> i was on my my, I do my live chat for my uh, left-wing political vigilante show on Sundays, mm-hmm. and I was saying I'm, I was, I'm having some not, not injured, but just I tweaked my elbow and my knee a little bit, um, and I was like, you know, I use arnica. I go, does anyone have it? And then people are like, people keep saying CBD oil, CBD oil, which is oh, derived right. from. Right. So I was like, all right, finally, I'm going to do it. So last night after cl- uh, class, I went to one of these. Marijuana stores. Mm-hmm. Did your elbow get high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my elbow is like it's 420 on my elbow, baby. <laughs> so I got the CBD with, and I went in there and I was like, I don't want to be high. I don't right. want to be high. And and they're like, oh yeah, CBD, it has a little bit of THC that helps the blood circulation, but you won't mm-hmm. feel it. And then I also said, you know, sometimes I have some sleep issues. And Murray Valeriano said he started taking CBD uh, mm. lozenges or whatever the fuck gummy right. bears mm. and so I got some of those I, they didn't really help with the sleep quite honestly mm. but I gotta tell you I woke up this morning like my muscles are a little tired but mm. I'm not like my elbow feels a lot better my shoulder feels better my knee, knee feels better imagine how much better you would feel if you did get high oh my god <laughs> you're just shy of yeah. being stuck. you're doing it wrong Graham I'm sorry <laughs> It took every ounce of strength to not walk in there and go, hey, 420 somewhere. Like, I just wanted to, I wanted to mock that whole culture. Not that I went on the road opening up for a guy. And then you looked in the mirror, and, then and I, you're like, no, he's yeah, going to fucking believe me. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, I think my credibility got shot when I, my name was under Doug Benson. Yeah, yeah, that's the amount of weed that's been handed to me yeah. after those shows. Secondary. I uh, always like hearing you tell a comic the same story where the comic uh, goes, oh, man, you must have 
smoked and bought a lot of weed when you're on uh when you're on tour with doug and you always explain no it's always freely given <laughs> it's free yeah like but they give you weed and they're just like mm. and they would always go how can you go on the road with doug and not smoke weed i go yeah, someone's yeah. got to drive the rental car man yeah. and um you can't get large amounts of it on an airplane yeah yeah you just they're like god he must spend so much money I go he doesn't spend a nickel nope. on it it's Mm-mm. all given to him yeah i right. was i was given a tangerine sized thing of weed once right um in hawaii and gave it to the door guy mm-hmm. this big like samoan bouncer and he was just like my, enjoy my butt i go here you go friend and he just said, well, thanks it was yeah. like i've made so many friends doug right? benson's weed money is invested in apple stock <laughs> what if he just owns? Yeah, <laughs> just he's Turns got out a, he's a thirty percent owner yeah, in Apple. Yeah, yeah. He's a controlling share in that right, and Exxon yeah. Mobil. Like he's just, yep, he just yep, went hard right. For it. He went hard right wing. And he was just like, no, I've decided to just buy the earth from the inside out. Yeah, so with weed money, with weed yeah. money. So it's fun though. Check out my podcast, Doug Loves <laughs> So that Chris was my long yeah. meandrical, insane <laughs> answer. Nice to, clock eater. Well played. Really good clock eater. Yeah. <laughs> We're just well, chewing the clock. I actually, That's why I'm fired up. Well, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I've been experimenting with it as well. I got that CBD oil for mm-hmm. the, one of the same reasons. And I tried it. But it's weird. It's like, it's, you got to like spray it under your tongue and do it like a bunch of times during the day. So I, uh, I did it a couple times. Tasted weird. But I haven't really committed to it yet. So I might. Uh, are you using it. it for like soreness or so using soreness it? and uh, for like same thing like sleep. So uh uh, but everyone's saying it's like a cure-all, like it helps it's all those things. pretty amazing. And mm-hmm. I, I and the same thing, they said, no, this won't get you high because I bought it from the chiropractor. It's like if it has the, T, what is it, THC, THC, then it has to go through the dispensary if it has any I THC. felt weird because they were like, yeah. they're scanning my ID. And I'm like, now the government knows. And yeah. I'm like, um, I do a they, left-wing YouTube show. Oh, they already know, already. believe me. Yeah, like, oh, he's already on the grid. He's, yeah. <laughs> They've been watching me for yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, so when it's I talk like to when like, Dean Haglund sends a tweet, it's already been yeah. through. I've talked to egg, an egg, this woman who's an exiled journalist in Moscow. Mm-hmm. I think they probably got an idea where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I got pretty an much. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm excited mm-hmm. and got a lot of energy for episode 466. Because you know what we're going to do? We're going to do something special today. What are we going to do? We're going to review a couple of new movies. However, we're going Tell to... Tell me about these new movies. We are, <laughs> we are going to revisit, do a mini spoiler with Jackie, because we missed her last week, uh, of Infinity, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet saga, I should say, because we're actually going to go through the entire thing. Yeah, because I went mm-hmm. back to watch Infinity mm-hmm. War mm-hmm. and Jackie has mm-hmm. and you you know so we're gonna get into that but first mm-hmm. let's let's go through a couple of Netflix films yes let's do it um, knock down the house knock down the house yes and uh, I found this movie really interesting if those of you that don't know basically it it follows is it four progressive four female four, candidates four female candidates that are running um, against incumbent Democrats in, yes. the, pri- in the 2018 primary mm-hmm. oh this is a documentary and um, and AOC AOC is one won. of them yes, yes she's yeah. one which, which, Sandy I like to yes, call her Sandy, Sandy. <laughs> it's a lot easier for sure uh, and I was watching this movie and I found it interesting I was always looking at like the, the side of like all right, movie making, documentary making, and getting picked up. First of all, it was a ballsy move to make this documentary at all. And the reason is, if all those women lost, what's no one would have sto- picked up this documentary. <laughs> yeah, 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 they all got uh, wiped out. There's no, yeah, there's the no, machine crushed them. There, all right, there's thanks. no story. There's no movie. There's no distributor. Unless no they one called would pick it, it bitches, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> bitches be cray cray. Yeah. Eighteen. Yeah. The only place it could have gotten picked up was maybe like on a right wing outlet. <laughs> Yeah. 
Or they would have cut it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So or the corporate Democrats yeah, going, yeah, nice yeah. try. Yeah, exactly. So, some weird spin on the uh, on We the block Medicare schedule. for all, too. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm watching this movie, and, uh, you know, at, at first, on the surface, it feels like, all right, well, this is kind of like well, a... spoiler alert, yeah. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez wins. Yeah, so you she know wins. That, that's, right. I'm not spoiling that. You right. know that she won. Right. She has now become a phenomenon. She yep. has four million Twitter followers. Yeah, and the other, the other women, um, they didn't win, but... It turns out they're still going to run for stuff. Yeah, because yeah. they are they're politicians, mm, right? So and they and they have decided to go into a life of 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 civil uh, service, and they really want to. They want and, and also, I mean, let's make a. I mean, going back to the, the 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 legalization of recreational marijuana in the state of California, it took several that took several attempts for that to pass. Oh, for sure, it didn't so, go on the first try. So the fact that these like uh, progressive upstarts are like, I'm going to keep trying. Yeah, I bet you they're going to have easier time raising money now that this movie's out. It should definitely help. I mean, I one know. of the women, I'll get into it, but like one of the women, Amy Valela, I've met her. She's come mm. to a couple of our progressive comedy tour shows. And mm. where's she out of? Vegas. Okay. Vegas, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, you were well, saying. Well, I was going to say, like, as I'm watching this, because I don't, um, I'm not as, let's say, neck deep in the progressive movement that the way you are, Graham. Uh, so I had a more. You kind mean of you a, didn't go yeah. to the Progressive Asian <laughs> Network for Action Green New Deal Town Hall on Saturday? Well, I streamed it, he but goes I didn't to a go. Con. Yeah. <laughs> I literally yeah. am going to activist cons. Yeah, yeah they. Um, it, uh, what's the cosplay like there? <laughs> well, real nice. Everybody yeah. dresses like an activist. Meaning yeah, no yeah. one has a lot of fancy stuff. No one dresses like. <laughs> no one has money. It's no one dresses pajamas. like the Monopoly Man. Just That's to like it. no. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, just in satire or anything. No. no. So I'm watching this movie, and um, I was thinking, like, this movie. What's it called? Again? Uh, it's called. Um, Knock Down the House. Okay. Because Bringing Down the House was the Queen Latifah movie, and they didn't okay. want to get that confused, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, you said that to me on the phone yesterday, and I was like, I'm not going to correct yeah. you, because I hope he makes that mistake on the show. <laughs> Knock Down the yeah. House. It's about house music, right? Yeah. Is that it's what it's same, Yeah, it's, it's very similar. The people that um, made House Party, one and two, so, is that gang? So, so I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking, okay, it's, you know, it's, it's got a, they're following four progressive upstarts that are challenging incumbent Democrats, but I saw kind of a bigger, broader picture in this film and that is and I think this is the biggest takeaway that I hope when people watch it they take this away like put away liberal democrat conservative republican put away those labels and those thought processes when you see this movie because ultimately the message of this movie that is the most important is that your democracy in this country is broken and getting stolen from you Mm -hmm. so that should concern everyone who's an american and it doesn't matter what your political uh, affiliation is and that is the most that's the takeaway that i hope people get from this movie well that's why this 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 documentary is important because it shows the Democratic Party, how they play ball. Oh, yeah. And how yeah. they limit. They didn't, The Democratic mm-hmm. Party did not want AOC to win. They no, did they not didn't. want mm-hmm. her to win. No, mm-hmm. she didn't earn it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, is all the parties, mm-hmm. there's a hierarchy and there's a, there's a game to be played. And if you play it right, it becomes your turn. Yeah. Right. And, um, That's why Hillary was so mad she lost. Well, it was my turn. <laughs> it was... Yeah. Um, <laughs> She didn't lose. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you are familiar with the numbers. Oh, so she and got more votes. That's not how things work around here. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, but it's 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 yeah, and 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 if you the the stealing that is there's overt stealing and there's it's so weird that they're all and then in there's this just game. a system stacked against you. Yeah, regardless, the, the the game as it's played out is so enormously. And I haven't seen the movie. Why am I weighing it? But uh, I'm sure <laughs> because, it's great. I should go home and watch it. Yeah. 
it's be, because the, you know what it's about. The, I do. I, I'm familiar with the political yes. process yeah. uh-huh, and uh-huh. the process of getting mm-hmm. work, right. which is what these people are. They're just yeah. comics who want work, essentially. Right. And to do that, you have to hang out. And if you don't hang right. out and you get mm-hmm. work, the other comics are going to be mad. You're just like, oh, look who got work because uh, he knew somebody or she. Yeah. Look at the blonde bombshell who gets to work. And you're like, she's also very talented. Mm, doesn't matter. And uh, she's like. Well, the part, I mean, it's a, it's a great analogy to show business is like, look, we all know if we hung out more, went to more of certain parties and stuff like that, then the... And we're more aggressive uh, networking Networking and played the Hollywood game that is mm-hmm. run by massive corporations. Yep. Six multinational conglomerates own all major media. And that's not just no, Fox and MSNBC. It's Comedy Central. It's... Right. Yeah. You look at who owns... Uh, look at, you know... NBC Universal, they're fucking huge, and they own every everything. And right? they're underneath Comcast, right? <laughs> yeah, which I mean, you know, <laughs> then there's Disney. I mean, Disney, yeah, Disney all is of those. Fox. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. and some of them own weapons of mass destruction. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, you see the machine in this. You right. see. You know, uh, and that's the most important thing, and I think that's the most important focus that the movie should have been, and I thought it was, uh, uh, because as you watch this, you also realize that there's a demonization of regular people running for office, oh, which yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. Because, you know, the concerns of regular people who can um, address them better than someone is that has trouble paying their bills, that mm-hmm. has trouble. Um, you know, that had paying back a loan or couldn't get health care for their kid. Yeah. And that's the type of people that you want representing you in government. And again, because those this, are all of our problems. Yes. Those are, and, <laughs> and, and they're coming from someone real, yeah. somewhere real. 60% of Americans don't, we don't have need old white. We don't need more old white lawyers representing us. We don't need rich anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what your ethnicity is because the identity politics mm-hmm. is is a part of the the strategy oh. to keep us divided. Right. The wealthy, the 1%, they'll they play the identity politics. There's the diversity of the ruling class. They'll say, mm-hmm. "Look, Look, Condoleezza Rice, first black secretary of state, has an oil tanker named after her. <laughs> so, like, the, the ruling class is yeah, very... Politics aside, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an oil tanker. <laughs> no, it's a, that's a horrifying thing I wouldn't ever want. But, like, you, know. you see the establishment, because let's, <laughs> let's be real clear about the Democratic Party. Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein take big, big corporate money. So does Chuck Schumer. So do all those people. Oh, so most of them. Yeah, they They do. You know, the the grassroots money that comes, though, from Mitch McConnell is so beautiful. (laughs) It's so beautiful how he speaks to the people and for the people. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is if you want to play the game, Mm -hmm. if you want to play the game, you got to have the money. Now, if everybody in the whole wide world is willing to give uh, Elizabeth Warren 250 bucks a year, uh, and she's not even getting as much money as as the mayor of the town or used to be the mayor of a town in Indiana. Oh, Pete you know? Buttigieg. The thing, it's there's no that former naval intelligence name? officer, the, Pete Buttigieg. Right. I've seen him on social media all the time, and I've never been able to. Who's uh, who said in, who said Buttigieg. in interviews? I don't want to focus on policy. Mm-hmm. Great strategy. Yeah, that's, that's that. Right. That won't help people get out of poverty. Well, that'll, um, you know, <laughs> well, that makes sense. I, I mean, mean, maybe it's honest. Like, look, I just want to run on personality. It's it's and this 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 movie. That I think that that resonated so much with me was like all of these women who were running had these very personal stories. Yes. One woman's from West Virginia. Why so, they were running? Why they were running? Mm-hmm. She's a coal miner's daughter. West right. Virginia is like a very very white state, but it has fifty right. percent unemployment. It has an opioid epidemic. It has um, 
cancer and all these ailments related to the coal industry. It's got contaminated water and the coal industry owns both parties and that pretty much, and, yeah. you know, the, 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 the Democrat senator from there, Joe Manchin, is the most right wing dude you've ever seen in yeah. your life. He's a Democrat in like name only. But that's so many of them. Yeah. I mean, the, the Crowley, the guy that ran against AOC, he's big money. He controls this this committee in New York's Democratic Party and this one and this one. Right. And, and AOC was like the thing that was that like I almost I mean, it was an emotional movie watching for me because she's like, I was working for a non-for-profit and she was bartending two yeah. years ago. And mm -hmm. the other thing too, if you watch the footage of these um, women, I mean, they're terrified. You know, it's like they, they second guess what they want to do all the time. And it makes them look even braver, to be honest, because it's like their lives get up up, you know, uprooted. They're, you know, they're, they're especially too, when you look at like the end result, like uh, with AOC, you just see the tweets, you see like, you know, him, ha her hammering back at critics. You don't realize that there's a human being under there. You know, she has fear and she is scared and she, you know, has human emotions just like everyone else. But, you know, the people attacking these people don't want you to realize or no. understand that. They, they want you to see them as like, oh, she's just a, a dumb waitress or a, a bitch right. and or you Diane shouldn't listen Feinstein to her. Or Dianne Feinstein is a monster. Right. She's mm -hmm. just a, she's a woman who's dedicated her entire life to mm -hmm. trying to do good work and she's played the game to the best of her ability and now they're like, yeah, but she's not perfect. Feed a clay. Let's fuck light her on fire we're gonna let's burn her let's bury her head first and paint <laughs> so, her feet with ant with honey and then so i have some different opinions about I, Diane I, I think there's but, a um, uh, i think there's some really good takeaways from this film but i think the biggest and best ones are as if everybody kind of when you're watching it put the politics aside and realize that your democracy only works when you uh <coughs> contribute and uh are it's aware of what's going on who yeah. said that yeah <laughs> remember that advanced citizenship that was uh, that was uh, Aaron Sorkin in the, uh, the American President. Right. Well, and like, it's so important because it's like we're little by little we're seeing it crumble. But there was also like little side pieces of this documentary that really uh, I found fascinating. Like when um, uh, AOC was going through the campaign materials oh, man. of uh, and showing that like how old and tired every single thing that an incumbent does because they don't try, they don't care. It's yeah. like a campaign from 50 years ago. He ran on no, she had policies. She was right. like ending ICE, mm -hmm. up the minimum wage. I'm gonna take on Trump. That's your, that's yeah, it? That, that's your platform? Like, yeah. all right. That's, wow, that, that yeah. helped in 2016, didn't yeah. it? That yeah. worked. <laughs> like, uh, and, uh, like, and the reason they haven't changed is because they haven't had to. This is the machine. Right. This is what's always worked. Why change? I wanted the empire to end uh, on a whimper. I did yeah. not want us to have to burn it to the ground. No. But that's fine if you want to. Yeah. I'm yeah. willing to burn it to the ground now. I mean, I get it. So it's... and and this is you know this movie especially and the politics we have right now. It should be a wake up call to everyone. Like right. you know. I'd be even supportive of somebody's like, you look, this is, you know, the Republican Party's a disaster. I'm running as a Republican because I want to start fixing that, too. Right. Like, all of that would get me excited because everyone needs to go. Here's everyone. What, uh, from from the ground up. I mean, every entrenched politician, we need term limits and all of these things. All are, the corporate every, money needs yeah, to get out of there. it all needs to go. And, everyone, and the corporations need... are people now. How do you undo that? How do you undo that? No, no, I'm not even kidding. It's a legitimate thing. They are counted as people, so the we can't get corporate money out of it because they're individuals. Right. Yeah. And, and they have the rights of individuals. And that's the thing that is, that, that why the AOC victory to me is so significant because what you're talking about shows you how difficult 
It is because corporations, there has been literally a four decades long corporate right. coup of this country. They have yeah. bought up everything. There is not two parties. There's the ruling, there's two classes. There's the ruling class and everybody else. And ALC talks about can't pay our bills, waiting tables, mom facing foreclosure. I went through foreclosure. I went through that. I got yeah. screwed over by both parties. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't, when so when I, I'm, that's why I went so fucking fuck the two parties and I went so hard left because it's such nonsense. Obama let 10 million foreclosures happen, but his tweets were offen weren't offensive while he set the Middle East on fire with drone strikes. Mm -hmm. So I'm supposed to like, yay, fuck that. Mm -hmm. and she said, makes a great point. AOC makes a great point. She's, they, when they go to, to the Capitol, she talks about how her dad told her, you're, you know, you're, you be you and you be mm. empowered her and he died when she was like 19 and she said when she she badgered her dad to go on this road trip with his buddies and they went to right. dc and when they she saw the capitol all those buildings for the first mm. time he said to her he goes these are our buildings mm -hmm. this is the american people own these buildings yeah. not right now currently mm -hmm. boeing and exxon mobil and <laughs> telecoms and well they <laughs> sponsor them like disney rides <laughs> well the thing is is so i mean i love how she she just takes the sheets off of the stuff and, and we get to see the right. the cogs and the wheels and it's just insane. And, you know, the, the, her victory, it was so interesting to see like the media just go nuts. Like she got a lot of blame and a lot of credit, you know, that was undeserved because of the way our media well, they're works. they're very excited. Yeah. And, a 29-year-old uh, like, like, Oh, she killed the Amazon girl? deal. Come on. Really? She killed the Amazon deal? It wasn't even her district. She's the one. <laughs> so Well, you know you're doing something right when you're, she's attacked by both sides. She so is. now yeah. that's when you know she's right, doing, you're something doing something right. you're doing something right. I right, remember, but six uh, years from now, she'll be entrenched in that system. Let's However, hope not. Well, it's, except for the fact is if, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if you know, there's a there's a difficulty to trying to get anything done unless you're willing to go on a killing spree. Good news is if I go on a killing spree, Lewis will still book me Yeah, uh, because we're good friends. And uh, so I'll, I'll just take a year off and then I'll, 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 get, a, I'll get a good week. Anyway, so, um, but the thing is, is, is there's, there's working within the system to reveal that there's been a thousand documentaries that, that tell people how dumb they are. And that tell people how they have to rise up. But we all go to these these protests for two hours, you know? And But those four young women, uh, I assume they were all young no, again, no, have not, not seen the movie. <laughs> no, no. Just, no. These four three women, of them are not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three of them are what? How old? Uh, what were their ages? In our age group. And but yeah. they are all sort of like moms and, and yes, yeah they're all sure. like like Amy Valela who again I've met her AOC was the youngest for sure she's the youngest mm -hmm. one but Paula Jean um, is probably late thirties uh, the woman whose name I forget out of Missouri who was from the f district that Ferguson was in she's probably mid to late forties Amy Valela is probably around mm -hmm. my age late forties so like Amy got in because she uh, her daughter was denied. Uh, entrance into a hospital because she didn't have the right health insurance and she died. Okay. So she's like, Medicare for test. all, mm -hmm. I'm going to jam this down your throat right. hard. And so what the Democratic establishment did, because Amy's um, primary was two weeks ahead of AOC's, is they put all their money into de to, into defeating Amy because they thought, ah, Cortez, we, we got this. <laughs> we got her beat. Like, she's nothing. So, um, and and... Yeah, I've, and I, it worked. And it, it worked. It worked. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then two weeks later, uh, yeah. Cortez won. And that's yeah. the thing too is the thing with Cortez. What's so in, intriguing, and you're starting to see this in 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 some is 
no corporate money, all individual donate donors. So there's a there's a there's a need. The American people realize whatever side or affiliation they decide to give themselves. Most Americans are like the system ain't right. No, it, it's broken. Look, I just oh, want to make everybody more agrees. Yeah, that. everyone everyone agrees yeah. on and that. Whatever story I just want to make more yourself. money. I want my kids to go to good schools. I mean, these things. I want health care. They just want the they want yeah. the roads to work. They want the TV yeah, to turn yeah. on. They want the water to. If not you take build. all the politics away, like everyone kind of wants clean water, clean air, good schools for their kids, and uh, health care and a livable wage. Look, it, it was said in that in that Elvis documentary I watched last month that was like taking this car around for Elvis's car or whatever. One of the things that documentary uncovered is all these because they went to Tupelo, Mississippi and where he's from and people there of all ethnicities were like, oh, the American dream's over. The, the, the work hard, you'll get ahead, that's done. And it's, they've, we've been sold out by the, the people in charge who, are, who own both parties. And it's like, they're just both like, eh. that's why some people went, I don't agree with this, but I understand why people went, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna just vote for Trump, blow it up, set it mm -hmm. on fire, he's a lunatic, I don't give a shit. Right. Because they're like, we've been screwed over. Right. We've been screwed, everyone's been screwed over. Everyone's the American lost was the greatest else. lie that it was yeah. ever created in the mm -hmm. United States. And it's, it's kept people quiet and plowing yeah. along and saving up for a bass boat for and, 300 uh, years. And maybe a lunatic outsider will really shake things up. Well, kinda. Yeah. Sure. I mean, my, in my personal opinion. Anybody know where the girl children that are supposed to be in cages are? I yeah. seen, have not seen a photo. Only boy children that are being raped. Yeah. So I guess the girl children sold? Yeah. Gone? Probably snatched up. But that's the thing, I think. And what this mo movie, for me, while I don't like that Trump won and I don't like that he's in power, I think it needed to happen. I think America needed to hit its rock bottom because if it wouldn't have happened. Right. Would AOC have won, have decided to run? No, she might she have been wouldn't. like, nah, no, we're no. all right. Mm -hmm. we're, everything's good. And, and then she might have decided to run because Barack Obama was, he's the Jackie Robinson of presidents, except for I think he would have been a better baseball player than mm -hmm. Jackie Robinson was considered <laughs> a baseball player because, uh, because Obama was better at it than... And because Barack Obama, to be elected, inspired so many people of color mm -hmm. to actually actively take part in their own mm -hmm. uh, future. Mm -hmm. And right. there was hope that they could actually win. People and waited so, hours, hours just to vote, you know, at polling yeah, places. They were like, right. let's, let's. So if he did nothing else, I mean, he, he wasn't worse than George W. Bush. He wasn't worse than Richard Nixon. He was, he's part of the problem. Yeah. And so sure. there's no. Well, you see the way everything is kind of broken, especially with, uh, you know, you have a presidency, but you have an, an entire congressional body that's really doing, you know, either nothing or Actively things that don't help you. you. Yeah, or things that don't, yeah. Or if, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and Trump has the congressional body. He had for a year, two yeah. years, he mm -hmm. had that and congressional body. And he has the most body. important part still. I mean, the Senate is where everything dies. But well, even, if we even this democratically controlled Congress, though, has, has said they're going to vote for certain things and certain members don't. No. They just, mm -hmm. I mean, like, I, I, I can't, if I've, we get out of this with three branches of the government, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. I've been yeah. saying it for three years. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, if we get we, out of this with a government, yeah. with like a maybe society. Maybe we two. So well, uh, we'll see. Um, maybe, but, we'll, maybe we'll have the three branches do like a Hunger Games and whoever survives, then that's the branches we'll keep. That's where we're at. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I mean, it's not, uh, yeah, the, the 
the, he's pulled the teeth. The only thing left to hold him back was the judiciary. And then he's just flooded the judiciary with uh, appointments. And he's got... With, many, of, with help from enablers, for sure. The Democrats have rubber stamped a lot of his appointees. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It's just like... I, it I just, it's even, proof uh, that the, the Democrats hate women as well. <laughs> because the thing is, is I don't know if you know this about my body. Uh, nobody's legislating what hand you two jerk off with. Nope. But uh, if I wanted to, I had a friend of mine who wanted to get her tubes tied when she was 19, and there wasn't a doctor in the world who would do it. He's like, you're going to regret it. And that same year, a guy who was 24 sawed his own fucking ear off so that he could put a train around his neck and then end it with a steam engine so that it would take where, a place where his ear was. And uh, and then he found a, a massage, a, a tattoo artist to put a train on his neck. So there's like, guys can <laughs> mutilate their bodies. Nobody ever says you're going to regret it. Or if they well, say it, they go, should've. I'm going to, I'm going to. If you're going to cut well, your ear off, somebody should say, you know, you might regret well, that. They, you might regret that. And then mm. they go get a beer. Yeah, <laughs> that's how men talk to other men. When a woman says I want to do something, they go, "Oh my God, there has to be legislation," <laughs> and then they uh, fucking pile on top of her and tie her down and uh, and don't let her have her own body. So it's uh, the Democrats do it, the Republicans do it, the Independents oh. do it. Uh, fucking hippie dudes who who think that they're the most liberal guys of the world are think that women aren't people and don't get to choose their own lives. And they can all fucking eat a dick, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see all this right. movie. I, yeah. Maybe I should see the movie. I would see the movie because yeah. uh, I don't deny any of those things you just said. I would add to it that it's way more, there's that, there's racism, but it's about the people in power, the one percenters, right. do not want to give up their power in whatever way, shape, or form they and got what, it. And what's... And because empowering about this movie is that you show that um, you work hard enough, your message resonates, and uh, it can be done. It can be beaten. And that's what scares them the most. It's like, oh, my God, she actually did she it. Won. That, mean, that means it could happen again. Look, um, she was at the so. freshman orientation, <clears throat> live tweeting. I saw that. Only lobbyists are speaking to us. Yeah. How come there's no one from labor? How yeah. come there's yeah. no unions? Mm-hmm. They don't want that. They, they, they're like, no. hey, uh, 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 quiet. Get get it. So, get yourself an order. I think uh, it, you guys watch this movie. Like I said, it's um, it's got some great takeaways. Uh, put the politics aside because the biggest takeaway um, is that Graham and the I government, would not like you to the, leave the, your politics. Aside. Yeah, the, I, I would say be, because I I would want Chris this movie the, to be the voice of reason. Well, and the reason is because I would want everyone to see what we see as far as um, um, that transcends any type of political label is that it is broken and the only way to fix it is with citizen activism and that's the only way it's going to get better no corporation is going to come in and say you know what we're going to um uh we're going to not spend money on politics anymore because we're good we'll figure it out on our own we don't need help from the government uh deregulating our industry that will never happen is they know this there is more of us than there are of them yes the, the Hamptons are not a defensible position. So they know this. They can be attacked by sea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> by land. And so they Who's know. Who's got lanterns? They, they <laughs> literally don't want us to get together. They want us divided, red, blue, male, right. female, mm-hmm. black, white. They want that because right. then we, because if we all get together and go, hey, the billionaires, why, 
Why are there 44 billionaires that have as much wealth as the bottom half of the world? Well, everything's a distraction. Everything, every kind of outrage, every tweet is a distraction from what's actually happening. <laughs> so uh, once you dig under and deeper, and that's where the Yemen war still go. happened, and there were 67 so. people that could have just voted to end it, and they didn't. Many of them were Democrats and Republicans because the war is good for business. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, all these things, like, you could check out more, I mean, whatever. <laughs> you might be able to go on the internet and find more information about uh, some of these things. But uh, um, the, one of the problems is, too, is that we're also so polarized on the way we get our news. So, And that's deliberate as well, because it pushes us further away from each other. It's and, part of the uh, tactic. Yeah, it, it's easily part it's of the tactic. It's professional wrestling. So, so check out this documentary for sure. But uh, again, I keep stressing this because I think it's important. See it with a nonpartisan eye, because it really did deep. It doesn't matter if uh, they were all progressives or Democrats or Republicans, because either way, the system works the same. It's broken and it's owned by corporations and it needs to um, it needs to change. And the only way to do it is if you run or you volunteer or you help somebody. And uh, so, you know, do it. We're a movie podcast, but um, we're advocating change as well. So please get, get out there and we, do I mean, it. We, one of the things we've said on the show before is vote with your dollars. Yes. And and get involved just on a, on a cinematic level, but like you're not you're not wrong. I mean, a lot of people jumped into the into the 2018 midterms because they were like, "What Richard Ojeda in West Virginia? He's an Iraq vet that said I'm running as a Democrat. I don't like what Trump's doing. I'm tired of these." A, a vet is saying, "Why are we doing these interventionist wars? Right. Why mm -hmm. are we spending all this money?" Because that's the th other thing. Everyone is like, well, how are we going to pay for Medicare for all? Nobody ever asks how we're going to pay for another war. Mm -hmm. No one's asking, what's the cost of invading Venezuela going to well, be? a lot of times those, they're, well, I'm getting on more tangents, but those those budgets are off the books. They're yeah, not yeah. necessarily even on the main uh, congressional budgets. But anyway, all right. So <laughs> I think that was a it's very been healthy great being discussion. on the show, you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna... Now let's get into uh, some more uh, movies. Now let's uh, talk about Unicorn Store. Let's talk about Unicorn Store, Store because uh, you saw this and you love this movie on Netflix. And I, I kept hearing horrible Larson's things movie. about she this movie. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? Both can't be right. Let's see uh, what uh, I'm going to watch this movie. It also has Samuel Jackson in it about a girl who can't really find her place or her voice in the world. And Samuel Jackson offers her a unicorn in a magical store. So it's a lot of magical realism. And it always, and this is the kind of movie too that I love. I love the type of setup. I love that like, well, is this real? Is this happening? Is this really in our head? What's it saying about society? What's the satire and the... Um, uh, and the messages here, and I, I always dig deep in these type of movies because ultimately, that uh, this film or the filmmakers would have a lot to say. They're just doing it in a in a fantasy way. So I watched this movie, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it missed the mark for sure. <laughs> But I could see as I was watching it, uh, the filmmaker's intentions. Like I saw like what was trying to be done and what was trying to be made and how it was trying to be said. And I can sometimes do that with certain movies. Like I, I get like uh, what was, you know, what was trying to happen and what we were trying to do. But ultimately there were too many pieces that kind of fell apart before during and after. Um, it sounds like a very plot. simple movie. Yeah, it, it, it was. I, li I liked it. Yeah, it right, was in a way. A, a, a yeah. kid is, so you sound like a monster, Chris. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris <laughs> hates joy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I do. Someone I is do. given a, yes. a unicorn doll mm -hmm. and then it becomes No, real. an actual, a real unicorn. Oh, an actual, it, oh, it's Hero Bear. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> so uh, okay. but, the, but this kind of movie, like, I think where it fell flat is um, basically in the, the scripting. I thought um, the directing was okay. I mean, the Brie Larson's her director or debut. I a 
lot of times when actors uh, become directors, they focus more on the performances, which is fine. Um, but there were certain things like the parents. They share the parents as these, you know, um, hippie kind of emotional counselor type characters that really have no idea what's going on with their daughter. And um, then further down in the movie, like they're set up basically as caricatures with like no insight and no depth. But then later in the movie, they're calling her on her bullshit and then also calling themselves on their bullshit. I'm like, well, wait, if they were that insightful and that um, self-aware, that would have come through earlier. Like, I feel like certain parts of the script didn't match other parts of the script. Um, but again, like I saw the intention there. Like, uh, what was the movie that, uh, uh, I think it, oh gosh, the, the one that almost won an Academy Award. Um, oh, wow. I'm really, that about the girl who, couldn't figure things out and uh she was in the private school <laughs> ladybird thank you ladybird <laughs> see this is why we've done a podcast for 20 years i say four words you know oh, i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> now ladybird was a great example of like how you kind of set up this disaffected flawed character and you saw her kind of go through the journey with her like where brie larson just came across as well She's not really flawed. She's just lazy. She's just not doing stuff. <laughs> then she like. I think this, what did you, I yeah, think this is the dad of a teenage yeah. girl yeah. speaking right now. <laughs> what did you like about the movie, yeah. Graham Elwood? So, so I, I think that, that did, <laughs> it I, didn't work for me. Because you're both pitching. <laughs> now, just treat it like you're both pitching this movie. Yeah. Jackie Cation, I'm in at Unicorn. Right. Jackie Cation yeah. interested mm -hmm. uh, at Unicorn movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm what in did you enjoy? I, I enjoyed... Um, I just immediately went along for the ride. Of, okay. There's an there's a sense of fantasy to it. She's going to get an mm -hmm. actual unicorn. She's not okay. just some crazy girl. It's like, hey, grow up. You're yeah. 29 or whatever. Like yeah. it's time to put on the big girl pants. Like, but the that's the subtext. That's the that is the yeah. subtext. Yeah. Okay. So I actually liked that subtext. I like how it was executed in terms of. I thought there was a good balance of. The fun of, oh, Samuel Jackson at the actual unicorn store. Glitter in his hair. Glitter in his mm -hmm. hair. And the the dilemma of you got to be responsible and grow up, but don't lose the childlike innocence. Okay. Like, don't, mm -hmm. I loved that because I've, to me, you know, I, we're in an, we're all creatives, right? right? So, so being told we're all sort of, none of us grew up. Right. I guess uh, the way and I you could, don't want it to be a buzzkill. The way so, I could and, sum it and up. they play that good? Or yeah, just, I mean, hey, oh, let me just ask him. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah they, guy who's already shit yeah. on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but they, they, they play the fact that she has to grow up, but she shouldn't lose the things that she has joy over. Is that the sort yeah, of the premise some, of the... Well, they do, they do this. And the reason I liked it um, was, you know, like... She does this, what I thought was this amazing thing in art school. And the art teacher's like, nope, you know, you didn't, you, you painted outside the lines. And it's like, to <laughs> me, I was like, oh, that's the society's structure saying, it, yep, you have to be this, you have to be that, whatever it is. Right. And as an artist, as a woman, as a man, you're supposed to don't, that, uh, 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 don't, right, don't, right. don't go outside of that. And, and she was like, no, I want to live in. And as someone that has made a bunch of decisions that are non-traditional, that I've even heard even some family members, ah, oh, it's time to get a real job or whatever. Right. Like, um, so sad, too bad. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like I, I, you know, I get to go surfing and and take martial art classes and yeah. live Dave my Ross life. Dave Ross did a, I did a set the other night, a comic, one of the newer guys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but he's very successful. Whatever he did, this premise about how. 
as much as he loves Los Angeles, everyone who loves who came, comes to Los Angeles is an asshole because they're just <laughs> like, no, it's not enough. My life is not enough. I want to sing or whatever it is. And they come here and you're just like, they're good people or bad people, but they're all get they get to try to do whatever they want to do. And that is, I think it just gives hope for every, I mean, there's, you live in Dubuque, you know, to have a good time. It's you know, the thing to I love about joy. L.A. is in L.A., you, whatever you want to be, mm-hmm. nobody goes, what? <laughs> no, nobody does go, what? No, they they're don't. like, they're the, oh, the most irritating thing someone will yeah. say is, how are you going to monetize that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ever say that to podcasters, Jackie, yeah. in a podcasting studio. It is pretty brutal. God mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> Oh, I know a guy who can so, do shirts for you. <laughs> That's, yeah, but I think to sum up this movie, I mean, I, I really liked the intention. I fell short on the execution for me. That's really the way I kind of felt about it. Because, right, but you have you have the, the, that eye, I think, mm-hmm. that, that makes you see that. So um, that's that's. Graham fine. lives in a la-la land yeah. down at the beach where he gets to surf on a Tuesday. You know? <laughs> Graham's on a, a long board doing yeah. something. Where did you park? Yeah. <laughs> Graham has an electric car mm-hmm. that he takes his surfboards into yoga class. Because I live in a unicorn He's store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get to uh, we we, uh, uh, we spent a little more time on those films than I thought. Let's get to Avengers. We're gonna breeze through mm-hmm. them. Did, yeah. Turns out no. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron, if you want, you can. Did he is he even still here? There no, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he tuned out. Feel yeah. free to feel free to take that my rant out. Knock yourself out. Just uh, feel free to if you if you need the time. Well, which, which one? Uh, was, there was the, the, the Louis the the Louis C.K. The or the or the Ida. woman. I have six here, so I'm not sure which. It's uh, whatever. <laughs> it's it's his decision. Yeah. I don't really care. All right, uh, roll a six-sided die and take I'm out that one. Light my career on fire. What do I care? <laughs> It's, uh, we'll talk about it. After I can the always show. move to Florida. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it'll be underwater in twenty years, but mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> just mm-hmm. start doing shows and sinkholes. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll start writing down time code. All right. So, uh, well, let's talk about uh, now. First, I guess we should give an, a, a disclaimer because we, we won't normally do this in the middle of a show. In the middle of a regular episode, we usually do a separate one. But since we already did an end game, you spoiler. already did a spoiler one. Yes. Yeah. With was Kev- it fun? With it yeah, was. it was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. With Kevin Avery. Um, we're gonna do another mini one here with Jackie. So if you are one of the, if you're one of the four people on the face of the earth that hasn't has, seen it, that yet. hasn't seen it yet, but still time, wants to, it still wants to, don't you listen. Might want to this. fast forward a little. Fast bit. forward. And mm-hmm. but here's the thing: is if you're one of the four people that hasn't seen it yet and are never going to, then, you know, then you're in. fine. Who cares? Stay. Yeah. Stick yeah. around. You don't care. That's what a lot of people do, actually. Yeah. Like, well, I listen to the spoilers because I'm never going to see the movie. Uh, never yeah. been a big Marvel guy. Right. Yeah. Here with the. Yeah. Both of those yeah. uh, those um, uh, those scary yeah. movies, yep. Get Out and Us. I liked Aquaman. Just you can talk about it. Yeah. I, I read all the spoilers for Us uh, because I didn't care, ah, and uh, I was okay. like, I'm never going to see it. I understand it's full of tension. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's accurate. Yeah, that and, is. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's what that's what scary movies mm-hmm. are full of tension. I don't enjoy that. So all right, all right. So here we go. End game spoiler now. I haven't seen it a second time. Okay. But I did go back and watch Infinity War. And had you recently seen Civil War? I haven't. Civil War I watched maybe six, seven months ago. Okay. okay. But Infinity War, ha- literally haven't seen it since in the theaters a year ago. Right. And there was a bunch of scenes I went, oh, that's what was going down now, in Endgame. Let me ask you this initial question. is uh, Because you watched Infinity War with Endgame, uh, similar, not necessarily back-to-back, but real close to each other, did it feel like Kill Bill 
where it was um, two chapters of just one movie? Yes. It did. Okay. Because here's, mm-hmm. and my theory is, is that it's a trilogy, Civil War, Infinity War, ah. and Endgame. Okay. Because it's essentially, it's a story of Iron Man and Captain America's friendship. And they break it in Civil War. At the end of Infinity War, or the beginning of Infinity War, Iron Man will not call Captain America. Right. And uh, many, many aliens come to t- come to town, <laughs> and shit goes down. And then, of course, in Endgame... Many um, aliens come to town. <laughs> and then in Endgame... That's the uh, one-line description of Endgame. When you're on Netflix, many aliens yeah. come to town. And they weren't stuff. invited. They were not invited. Uninvited again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, much like Ben Franklin. At three days, get out. <laughs> anyway, so but the um, but then uh, and, and then when he gets back, he's so full of guilt. All he does is blame Cap for it when he get when when the when he's reunited, reunited, mm-hmm. and and uh, Captain Marvel goes and saves him. Uh, she sent out. She sent out. The, you know they shot uh, Endgame before. Yes. Uh, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. So they kept sending her out for coffee. They're like, ah, too powerful. Go get some coffee. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then we don't she, know what to do with you. Right, which or is we which know is you too have bad. a strict shooting set schedule, so yes. we need you to go for coffee. Yeah, right. And apparently, you're getting paid by the line, so we're going to minimize your dialogue. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. There was. I mean, should, what should we do? Should we talk about the things that I loved? Let's start there. Let's, Let's start, start there. The things you love. Now, now, also walk us through the last week or so. I mean, how many? So sh- the first time you saw, it, the, like, how many End Games and Infinity Wars and Civil Wars have you seen? Okay, so getting when, us to today. Uh, so we saw. Uh, and how many Andy other and I, wars have you read? Secret Wars? <laughs> any, of the, any of the other comic <laughs> right, book wars well, going on right now? I'm reading a lot of comic books right now, you guys. So, uh, and I know that Spoiler a lot alert. of different people <laughs> have worn the gauntlet. <laughs> so, um, but the so the I, I I watched Civil War, then I watched Infinity War, and then I went and saw Endgame. Uh, and I went and saw Endgame in my local theater. I like to see it in the local theater with a pile of working class parents and kids because they yell at the screen. The children are excited. Yep. Uh, it's still full of uh, 45-year-old nerds, uh, and it's fine, but it's also full of children. I get popcorn. I enjoy uh, some good times. And uh, with Endgame, of course, uh, I bought a bottle of water that I tried to wait forever to start drinking. <laughs> and uh, so three hours, you can't. You no. can't just willy nilly your beverage intake oh, on yeah. a three you, hour you gotta, film. Oh, you yeah. gotta, you gotta it, know what you're doing. You gotta ration it. You gotta ration it. You gotta and, go uh, about an hour before. You gotta stop. <laughs> Remember Gandhi? It had a it had a break. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, 2001 too. We need to bring back the intermission. Seven Samurai had a break. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, so yeah. So the, and then uh, saw it again at one of those. Um, you got a couch and a and a mm-hmm. like an not an arc light. It was something else. But uh, yeah, like was, a recliner seat. Like a little recliner right. seat. And I'm like. What you, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't come here to nap for $25. <laughs> I came here to watch a movie. <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah, so I've seen it twice and I will see it again. But quite honestly, I like Captain Marvel better. But, uh, but really, but you like it better than Endgame? Yes. Give me the order Infinity War, Endgame, Captain Marvel for you. Oh, God, Captain Marvel. Uh, for sure, first. Mm-hmm. The, Andy and I uh, did, for The Dork Forest, we did a, a bonus spoiler episode as well where Andy and I just went through it. And at the end of it, I had printed out all of 22 movies. And here's the most amazing thing about this movie. 22 movies, none of them sucked. Right. All of right. them were good. Mm-hmm. Some of them were better than others. Some of them I liked more than, and, and so... A and, couple were okay. A couple but none were of them okay. were like, oh my God. Nothing was a bomb. Yeah. Nothing, Nothing was a bomb. We were like, oh, 
Yeah, I would watch that in a in a hotel room if it's playing. Mm. What are you nuts? On a plane, and on a plane, mm-hmm. all of the things. And so, Andy, uh, I and I forgot to print it. It would have been because uh, we both came up with our favorite six, of course, not making into account. And and there was some overlap, but. Uh, but I can't remember what six they are now. I could do it with the with the list in front of me because I liked all of them. It turns out uh, I enjoyed all of them. And the only thing I would say about Endgame is that I need another hour. I would like six one shots where Captain America returns all the Infinity Stones. Uh, that would be fun for me. Yeah. Uh, so because first of all, he doesn't know his way around Asgard. He's going to wander around going, is Jane Foster in here? Is J- I'm looking for Jane Foster. I got to jam an ether thing into her. Uh, no, uh, Red Skull, what are you doing here? Red Skull, how amazing was that? That was right? great. Mm-hmm. And nobody mentions it. Floating Red Guy is the one reference to the fact that it was the fucking Red Skull and the Soul Stone. And when you return a Soul Stone, do you get your soul back? What's happening, right? So um, That may be answered in the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The Asgardians of the Galaxy? The Asgardians of the Galaxy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, um, and, Asgard- and, and it, you know, the I loved... That they, the tra- the time travel, first of all, they all have time travel now, right? Deadpool mm-hmm. has time travel, X-Men has time travel, and now Avengers has time travel. Uh, it's annoying because time travel is what it is. You're just like, all right, fine. It's an it's a sketch it's, You can it's just It's overused. It's, you, it's <laughs> such a convenient mm-hmm. just, that ah, we'll rewrite it. But no. it was the Dragon Ball Z time travel, which I kind of love, which is you can't change your own past, right? <laughs> so the giant spoiler, obviously, is Cap doesn't come back. He uh, instead lives his life in a what is obviously a time spur, where he and Peggy Carter of of uh, of Agent Carter mm. TV show. I watched both seasons. It was amazing. The fact she has almost no lines uh, makes me want to cut myself. Uh, <laughs> and and the fact that he goes back, she still has no lines. There's no she doesn't get a scene, and that's essentially his his prize. His, he got a trophy girlfriend right there because he's a good guy. And you're like, ugh, fuck you. Anyway, just maddening that, that she gets no... Though at one point, though, you could hear indistinct in the background when, you know, when he goes back to mm-hmm. the 70s and, and she's in the other room, you could hear her talking about Captain Braddock. Did you catch that? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's Captain Britain. Oh, I missed that. Right. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's always, I mean, it's always fun to have. But wasn't that other... kind of like the, with the theme of the film though, it's like when you're going, you know, back in time, you know, you want to limit the amount of, uh, you know, it's also a Star Trek kind of thing. You oh, the limit the amount of interaction and the, uh, the pollution of the timeline. So the fact and that they he all didn't... had all these painful regrets. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think uh, that didn't bother me that much because I, I really felt like it. it, it what that it, she didn't have any lines. Yeah, oh. and that she was in the background. Um, um, just because I think thematically that's what they were trying to do. With no, the I time don't think travel. he should. This is a minor thing that was mm-hmm. maddening. Only if I tend to dwell on it because okay. I enjoyed yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Minor is, gripe. Minor gripe is that he shouldn't have gone back and gotten her. It sort of mm-hmm. undoes almost his entire life's work, mm-hmm. where he's like, mm, I want to have done my life's work and then also get the prize. And you're like, uh, then there's no sacrifice. Then there's no, I don't, uh, it just, it, but I don't care to, mm-hmm. in, in the long run, right? And then some people are, are all sad because Iron Man died. And I was like, right. that's fine. But Someone it makes, else will come it makes the most sense. If anyone was going to die, like uh, he started the Marvel Universe. I mean, it was the Iron Man was the first movie. And ultimately, you see, like we were talking about it before, he's in more movies than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, well, Because um, the movies are about him. 
Yeah. The movies are yeah. about Captain America and Iron Man. Almost always. So, I mean, I thought, especially with his arc of being like, you know, a selfish, basically warmonger and a, uh, you know, a, a weapons... Uh, rich kid. Rich yeah, kid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and a weapons manufacturer, you know, to have that... Uh, arc and that sacrifice i thought that was uh if you were going to kill anybody yeah that may, i thought that would be the most resonant for sure so right. i i was kind of going in thinking if anybody's going to die it's probably going to be him and it'll be some kind of noble sacrifice for sure well and, and i um, loved you know how like they say gwyneth paltrow didn't really she was like oh the how many movies and like she's like super i'm not superhero and so she had three scenes maybe if i remember correctly there's the reunited scene right mm -hmm. and there's the um i'm gonna have to go back in time which was a gr i mean every every one of her scenes was amazing i loved gwyneth paltrow's three scenes the the scene yeah. where she tells it's him great. that she's like i've been trying to stop you from doing <laughs> stuff unsuccessfully my entire life right uh, and clearly you and we've been very lucky you should go and try to make this happen for mm -hmm. try to get everybody back and then the third the death scene was amazing and yes. uh, and she was she was great. Those were three of my favorite scenes. I love mm -hmm. that whole. I love her Pepper Potts. I love their relationship, the arc of their relationship yeah. over all these movies. I mm -hmm. just love it because she's so in love with him. She's so smart and sharp, and understands who he is. And she's in the fight too. I I just was like, man, it was. Do you remember Age of Ultron where they have that big party, mm -hmm. and neither her or Jane Foster are at the party. Right. Andy Ashcraft, my loved one, uh, he has always wanted there to be a one shot where uh, they they cut to during that same time of that party, Jane Foster and Pepper Potts are at dinner discussing the use of science and business together, and not mentioning Iron Man or Thor at <laughs> all. <laughs> and then if they pull out. Uh, the name of the the name of the restaurant would be the Bechtel, um, <laughs> the Bechtel Cafe or something like that. And I was like, please make that. He's like, I don't know who to. I'll, I'll tell you, that's one thing I miss though. Those Marvel one shots that they would put on the, you yeah. know, the DVDs and stuff as extras because they they were getting better and better. I they mean, were so good. And uh, um, you know, the one after which one was your favorite? Uh, the Iron Man one at the end with the Mandarin. Oh uh, yes, was really good because the biggest complaint about Gandhi. the yeah, speak, the biggest complaint <laughs> about uh, the Mandarin was like, all right, well, you made him an actor, he was fake. You you basically you wasted and you burned a villain. Um, uh, no, you didn't. And uh, <laughs> and then this one shot um, was so cool. Uh, basically, somebody comes in pretending to do an interview with Ben Kingsley as you know, the, and his life as the Mandarin and how he was an actor because he's a big celebrity in prison, and you know, the guy that has the video camera. Um, the video camera slows down, a gun pops out of the video camera, and he goes, oh no, we're getting you out of here because um, you're about to the, meet the real Mandarin. So he breaks him out of prison yeah. to have him actually confront the real Mandarin who he was impersonating. Did you so. miss that one? <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Mandarin's amazing. Yeah, he's a yeah. great villain. He's got those rings, right? Didn't mm. he have rings? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Everyone's so, got rings or everyone gems has or something. rings or gems or a mm -hmm. necklace or yeah. some sort of. Yeah. So I loved uh, that Thanos was dusted last. Mm -hmm. I thought, for me, the scene where Thanos dies, I could have just dealt with another shawarma scene and been happy enough with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't need to see a lot of anything more than well, that. Well, you saw Thanos die multiple times in this movie. Well, mm -hmm. that was a twist I did not see coming. Right. 
But uh, I was glad they did it because it makes sense. The yes. next time Thor sees him, he's going to go for the head. Right. And uh, but then, but when he's when he's actually and defeated, because it's PG thirteen, when someone gets decapitated, there's no blood. No blood. No blood. <laughs> and uh, you just hear like a swing. But yeah, weird. Yeah. But weird cursing, like a couple yeah. of different swears mm-hmm. that I thought was mm-hmm. an interesting. Every wound choice. gets cauterized by the blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, I, I would have been okay if it, uh, and when I, in re-watching, I may just stop watching it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may just go, ah, oh, that's a great ending. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I love Spider-Man kill mode. Huh? When Spider-Man's being buried by the, by the aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes, kill uh... mode. And then all, because remember in Homecoming, they, he was offered kill mode. Mm-hmm. Was it in Infinity War? No, I think it was in, in Homecoming. Homecoming. He's offered kill mode. He's like, what, ki- what, what kill mode? Why would there be, why would your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man mm-hmm. have kill mode? And then all of a sudden, it's zort, 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 zort. Yeah, and it's when you're fighting great. aliens, alien monsters. That's when, <laughs> right, the, when, you're, when you're fighting essentially stormtroopers without faces mm-hmm. or identities, mm-hmm. uh, you totally want to have kill mode. So uh, Loki taking the Tesseract. I thought make, that was great because... To make, take, make a time spur. Well, and to make sure he's alive for his Disney Plus streaming show. For his TV show. show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta love that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Nebula and Tony Stark playing paper football. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, the reparenting of Nebula was some of my favorite scenes. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Just her knowing, you know, just essentially she had five, you know, what is it, nine more years to grow up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then when it came to her and Gamora and... Gamora's still in the world. And that was the thing about watching, going back and watching Infinity War. I was like, oh, that's right. She disappeared then. And I, because that was the thing at the, at the end of Endgame, I was like, where's Gamora? Yeah. Where is she? You can't come back from the Soul Stone because uh, if you hadn't gotten the Soul Stone, the snap and all that wouldn't happen. So that sacrifice is permanent. But 2014 Gamora is in our universe. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So now it's just. Peter Quill kind of Reese wounds like right. He has to read. So that talker, yeah. like, it was him or a tree. It was him or a tree. This was the love of my life. Man, yeah. it was him or a tree. <laughs> but but where they did drop the ball, and these are a thousand tiny problems, right? Right, right? What about the little girl? The scene where Thanos and the little girl in in, in Infinity War. Um, Where's the closure on that? We get no closure on we get no closure on the Red Skull. We get no closure in the Soul Stone where, you know, when it's over after he snaps at the end of Infinity War, he has that what did it cost? It cost everything. you know, thing. And um what did that mean? You know? The oh, little girl the young, Gamora as a little girl? Yeah, young Gamora? Yeah. Yeah, I took that at the end of Infinity War of well, cuz Gamora's dead. So yeah. that's what he Right, I thought that there should. I thought, I thought the Soul Stone was going to be a bigger deal. The Soul Stone—it's such a weird definition of love that it's kind of fucked. It and is. Gamora's the and Andy made this point: is that Gamora's the only one throughout the entire series who is always right. Yeah, she is always smart, and she is always right. Always makes the right play. Always makes the right. She's, when she's changed her mind, it's the right for the right reasons. Right, it's, she's the smartest kid in the room. Right, and mm-hmm. uh, and so when in Infinity War he's going to throw her over, and she laughs, she laughs because well, this isn't love. So and then in Endgame they changed the wording. It isn't love. It's just a sacrifice. Hmm. So what? He could have brought anybody. Is that what I'm hearing? 
I think my interpretation of this is it had like, to be the only one that he actually loved and he was sacrificing. But that, he didn't love her. The Soul Stone mm. is going to be integral to Guardians 3. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. And, well, they got to fight Adam Warlock, right? Mm-hmm. Remember Adam Warlock from the They end were of, making him. Right. So he he's going to pop out of the... He's going to pop out of the cocoon. Mm-hmm. Well, and Andy's theory is that they raise him like raising Arizona. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be great. It would be great. And uh, uh, you don't cut yourself, Mordecai. Mm-hmm. I could quote that movie all day. <laughs> and oh, then, did you get his dip tat? But but it's also Search for Gamora, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Asgardians of the Galaxy. Is it ser- it's Search for Gamora? But then. Also, if I get to watch those two fall in love again, I'm down. That's my favorite really love fun. story in the history yeah. of movies. That yeah. the and the the Postman, not the Kevin Costner, but the Italian movie. Um, Il Postino. Il Postino. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinema Paradiso. That's I love oh, cinema. So again, so again, you said the Postman. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's like and because if I get if. Even if they just use the same line again when he first is like trying to dance with her and she's like, I'm not going to fall for your pelvic sorcery. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite lines <laughs> in all the movies. Pelvic sorcery. So how great was Doctor Strange and the Hulk? I mean, except for that it was the ancient one and Doctor Hulk. That was such a great scene. Mm-hmm. And because uh, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite of the movies. Mm-hmm. Which... I thought it was a great setup. It was like, where's Doctor Strange? Well, he's performing surgery. You're five years too early. Yeah. <laughs> I love that yeah. timeline yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was great. Nailed mm-hmm. it too, and because uh, my favorite line in Doctor Strange, of course, is after when when she is dying, and she there he's standing there as 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 ghosts essentially, right, and uh, and he's whining about something, and she goes, "What? It's when will you? Re- it's not about you. <laughs> when are you going to read?" It's my favorite line in all of Doctor Strange. So that was cool, and then and also I enjoyed Hulk's description of the timeline. And how it could be corrected, and that was great. That helped. That it was helped. great. Because if you're going to do time travel, somebody define it. You bet. Right. And why not? What are the rules? Spell here? it out mm-hmm. with yeah. some nice CG graphics, mm-hmm. right? And unnecessary to keep referencing. It was vaguely irritating the old movies that they were referencing with the Back to the Future and the Indiana Jones, and the, I was like, No, I get it. We've all seen the yeah. movies. Okay, so <laughs> um, I liked Cap wielding the hammer. Yeah, I love uh, right, right. That was amazing. Would have been, uh, I think, and it w- and it was a callback, so I see why they did it. But it would have been kind of awesome as if if Falcon would have done it, because the thing is, is if you look at that this character of Sam Wilson, that guy has not made. There's not a dark part of his soul. He started out as the PTSD counselor, right in the beginning. He's always had Cap's back, and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's never made. A bad that I mean that guy, and that's why he gives him the shield at the end. He doesn't need the shield. He's got his wings that he can shield with, yeah. and he can stab, stab, stab with. Uh, he doesn't need your fucking shield. Uh, why don't you? Well, who became Captain America first? Uh, Bucky Winter or uh, yeah, he yeah. he became Captain America yeah. first, and then and then it was uh, then it Calvin, was Falcon. Right? Okay. Yeah, and in between it was that Roscoe guy for like a heartbeat. Did you read that? No, because when they go back to the seventies, um, Caps army uniform says roscoe on it mm-hmm. which is a guy that was a captain he carried the shield for a while he was Got he it. was captain america in, okay. the, in the comics for a heartbeat All right. and um um yeah that was it. i mean and then the let's see i think oh hawkeye and black widow on vormir was amazing it was so hilarious and smart and funny mm-hmm. and 
Who sent them there? Did they know? <laughs> I mean, Nebula kind of knew. I mean, or they all knew that Thanos went with Nebula, and then only one of them came, came back, back without her. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, what? You know, so you had to know that something had to happen to get this. And um, but that was incredibly well done. The Clint thing, uh, him going off and ter- becoming Ronan was weird to me. Um, and somebody in Black Twitter said this, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. He couldn't stop off at a white supremacist rally he's just got to kill brown people and asians and uh there was yeah there was no reason but the, but andy andy said this thing too is that if he would have killed white criminals he would have been irredeemable well you know you can't name yourself ronin without killing some yakuza <laughs> i mean but he didn't name but they never called him ronin right they called him that mm-hmm. in the credits mm-hmm. but they never called him that in mm-hmm. uh in uh in the movie so, so now, it would have been nice if he would have punched a Nazi. Is well, all I'm saying. you know, I, I'm sure in the comics that's happened. For... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's no Jack Reacher. Uh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the fact that Jack Reacher doesn't have any problem murdering pedophiles and white supremacists. He really and, shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should. You know, as a... Uh... <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I wanted Black Widow and Captain... And here's here's my... The tiny disappointments is the, the Hawkeye couldn't kill a white supremacist, Black Widow. <laughs> all um, right. that That's definitely uh, one we haven't heard yet, but it's <laughs> valid nonetheless. Sure, what the heck? That <laughs> yeah. would have been... Uh, I would have been all right with that. Right. I would have. I would have cheered. Mm-hmm. Black Widow and Captain Marvel couldn't have one conversation. They did have one conversation, but like you said, well, Cap- it must to be have been... fair, Captain Marvel barely had conversations with anyone. I mean, right, she was she really had... underwritten. She was completely underwritten. But mm-hmm. there was one scene. It's the Russo brothers, right? So, or whoever wrote it, and it's it's all being written. And um, and it and this is not to take. For, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right. This is this is this is just something I would like them to do in the future. If your if your comic book movie is written directed by two of the straightest white guys in the whole wide world, if it's all just straight fifty five year old white guys, that's great. They're gonna they're gonna play to everybody's. They're gonna pander to everybody. Right. How about you get a black person to do a quick read through? Or you get a woman to do a quick read through <laughs> and you find out that maybe that either doesn't work or you could add just another line and that mm. might be something for you could throw throw somebody a bone. They threw us an A force bone. Yeah. Uh, and that was I think even another fifty five year old white guy could have added a couple lines for Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The right fifty five year old somebody yeah. that anybody is aware could have just that... just from the number the volume alone, there should have been a few more. <laughs> right. But it was but I understand that there's thirty five there's the biggest double splash page in the world. Yes. When they all come out of the por- the portals. Oh, you can't even see it. Like I want to re see the, the movie. How the duck was supposed to land there? Yeah, yeah. I want to re see this movie on IMAX just specifically for that scene, so I could. All right, what? Well, and uh, I wish I could three D IMAX. I wish I could freeze it. On and I was going to say, yeah, I wish I could go to that scene and go freeze yep. and, and then go to the projectionist them. and like, look, just pretend there's something wrong and just yeah. stop it stop for like it. A, you right. know sixty and, seconds. And so, so there was some blowback about how Captain Marvel was too powerful. That's why they weren't using her. And you're like, no, she could have been. You've never read a, a Superman comic book? Get get it together. No, uh, there, there's always a weakness in a, a hero, and there's a way. And now you know, doesn't her MCU... energy light start blinking on her chest, and then she has to go back into space and, and reload her son? <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, the uh, well, she got all of her power from the Tesseract, of yes. course, right? So, which mm-hmm. is amazing. But the um, the crazy thing is, is so when MCU and X Men finally join, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be in the comics, Rogue siphons off permanently some of her power. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, siphons off Captain Marvel's, Marvel's power. power. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Because normally she's that's still not... enormously powerful, right? Usually it's not it's permanent. It's not permanent, right? Right. But mm-hmm. uh, it turns out if you almost kill, if she almost kills you, she keeps some of that power. Oh. Isn't that weird? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So a little retcon on Rogue. I got to tell you, in a way, if there, that's the only way to sort of temporarily take her power, I'm kind of okay with that because I'm okay with that. that's always the flaw of Superman. He can do anything. App, I found this green rock. <laughs> like, you know, that was always the like, you, that's, uh, so it's always, someone's got to figure out how to get kryptonite and then boom. Yeah. And then, or, you know, take the powers away. I mean, same thing with Wolverine. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, you can heal anything and you're super strong and you've got blades for hands. So, <laughs> you know, we have to figure out ways around that. Right. <laughs> I would have liked a funeral for Black Widow. I would have liked some sort of reference to Vision besides uh, sort of a, a Riverside. He was a good guy, wouldn't he? Well, WandaVision's anyway. <laughs> coming. <laughs> yeah, I think WandaVision, there's definitely going to be uh, some resurrection of, of Vision for sure, because that's another It's Disney like show. Axel, the robot murder dog. <laughs> uh, he's, ba- yeah. she's ba- he's backed up on the on the dark web. Yeah. Oh. Now, I, here's my prediction. He's coming back. He's I, got ketamine and child brides for us. Thank <laughs> gra- God. We're bringing back the Axel franchise, <laughs> the Axel <laughs> cinematic universe. I don't know if this is for sure, but... But it's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, low license fee. Uh, <laughs> Easy so, peasy. Really you know, low license yeah. fee. They might have slid Netflix yeah. a couple of bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll use it for promotion. Uh, what, when, when you look at like uh, the movies coming out next, is uh, the Black Widow movies coming out? But since she died but, in Infinity War, however, here's my theory. We'll see course. if this happens. Is it will be a prequel movie. Yeah. However, there will be some footage towards the end. That shows a possible return of her into the right. Uh, you can't Marvel kill universe. these people. It yeah. turns out mm-hmm. they are superheroes. They yeah. will not die. There's always a the way Namor for superheroes to come back. Mm-hmm. Did you get the Namor reference yes. with Okoye? Because mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a, a big earthquake. Remember the earthquake under the ocean? Right. And yeah. Okoye says, "The way we deal with it is we don't deal with it." Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Okoye. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, but that's Namor, which which opens up my idea. That they built, they buried Killmonger at sea. Namor found him, and he's going to bring him back to life. It's possible. Who doesn't yeah. want Michael B. Jordan back in their lives, yeah. except for the people that he kills? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, his name is Killmonger. Uh, so, um, so other, yeah, the Namor teaser from Okoye. Universal still owns Namor and uh, Hulk. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's why there's been there can't be standalone Namor or Hulk right now. Mm-hmm. I looked into that. And then Morgan Stewart uh, Stark, of course, is the name of Tony Stark's and Pepper's kid. That was uh, Tony Stark's uh, uncle in the comics, who was actually a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's going to be the same age as Stature. I mean, or she's going to be a teenager in a couple of years. And maybe her and Stature can do Young Avengers. Stature is Cassie Lang, which is Ant-Man's daughter. Okay. And... Um, Black Widow had ballet slippers in her, in her office. Did you see that? So it's a reference to the Red Room. Remember the? So that's what I think. I when think she the Black was being Widow trained in yeah uh, in, in the Russia. Soviet yeah. yeah. So I think that that the prequel is going to be Red Room, though they reference Budapest again. So it could just be the Budapest. Oh, that's like that MacGuffin that you'll never actually hear. Yeah, about, that they might have just yeah. So Professor Hulk, right? So mm-hmm. uh, he's he's the Hulk, and he's also Bruce Banner together. So he's mm-hmm. Smarty Magoo Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out I had to look this up. He uh, he can be Bruce Banner. He just doesn't want to. He mm-hmm. likes being giant Hulk guy, right. but smart. So, um, yeah, sc- wouldn't you? 
Right. I mean, Wouldn't we all? If mm-hmm. I could be giant uh, but not monster Graham, why yeah, would yeah. I want need to be regular comedian size Graham mm-hmm. when exactly. I could just walk through a wall politely? Yeah. So this, in Civil War, remember in Civil War where uh, Tony and Howard meet and um, Tony Stark and his dad, he, he does that, that hologram thing, the last, essentially right before they're killed and what he would have wanted to say. He actually says that to his dad in... Um, in Endgame oh, in the okay. 70s. He says, mm-hmm. I know my dad did the best he could. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, that was great. Jarvis, played by the guy from Agent Carter. Yes. First time a TV oh, character right. made it into the movies. Really? So, um, well, old man, know, old man Stark's driver. Maybe you could actually count Agent Carter. Yeah. No, no, but she was first in, in First Avenger. Oh, I see. Yeah. This is the first time that it went that way. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the how, how can you, uh, how can I, you're taking all the stupid with you. That's a line from First Avenger as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's what uh, Cap says to Bucky when he goes off to war. And it's what Bucky says to Cap when he goes off to return the Infinity right. Stones. And he knows that he's not coming back. Bucky knew. Does he? Yeah, I think he did, for sure. That's why he kind of says goodbye um, when he's on the portal, and then he tells uh, Falcon to go talk to the old Bucky's man. Bucky's so the, tormented. Uh, he's always yeah. been okay with dying. I don't yeah. understand. Bucky didn't do any time jumping, right? No, he, he was snapped. Oh, that's right. He was snapped. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He was dusted. So. Okay, so... Uh, All right, we're going to do... Uh, maybe well, we got we to start wrapping up. Well, what about, <laughs> what about the new Spider-Man? Did you see the Mysterio Spider-Man trailer? No, but we could watch it today. You should watch it today because uh, it's Mysterio. Uh, all right, we'll save it. All right. We're, we're going to watch it later. All right. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. So we'll do... Uh, oh, that means I'll... Okay. We will do the Spider-Man trailer and Crawl. We'll Got do the it. two trailers. So, all right. Closing thoughts on Endgame? And then you should we'll, go uh, see it. All unless right. you don't want to. Fair enough. And see it for the second time. I'm, I'm going to go see... I want, really want to see it the second time on IMAX to see... I'm, you should do ID. IMAX uh, 3D. I see 3D in three hours is headache territory. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's my only issue with it. Don't do 4D. Oh, that's with the chair? (laughs) Yeah, what's with the rolling? The rumbles? I accidentally, and we thought we bought IMAX 3D for Black Panther. We bought Mm -hmm. IMAX 4D. And uh, And the chair rumbles, right? The chair rumbles. The purple flower smells like bullshit. It's a terrible idea. Uh, There's water that's spit on you. You're like, I'm trying to watch a movie. Why would I need that? Sounds awful. It was terrible. You know, it's, it's great in a theme park for eight minutes, but per- I don't think I'd watch it, uh, it. for three, yeah. for three <laughs> hours. Yeah. Eight minutes, exactly. yes. Yeah. Three hours, no. <laughs> so, all right. Wow. Long dis- long movie discussion this week. You God guys bless get a you, Jackie. Bonus. It's sort of yeah. a regular and a spoiler all wrapped mm-hmm. into one giant tesseract. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> That's from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so we've got some Patreon sponsors now that we are into uh, May. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Rulon is back. Johnny Rulon. Yeah, with his novel Green Cheek, A Junkie's Guide to Street Magic. It's available on Amazon in digital and hard copy. It's an experimental stream of consciousness novel, which follows the exploits of the muse Calliope and immortal lover T.S. on a journey through time, dreams, and the hidden places of a supernatural America. The website is happyhorrorshowproductions.com. Fanboy Planet, a website and podcast for all things geeky and amazing. Check out Fanboy Planet for your comics news and your movie news, TV news, and amazing interviews with industry insiders and artists. Fanboyplanet.com. And from Chris Parker Howard, Coffee Over Suicide, 
a dramedy podcast about mental illness and choosing life over death, one cup of coffee at a time. New episodes every Friday, wherever podcasts are found. Find out more at coffeeoversuicide.com, coffeeoversuicide.com. And Alice Frazier, co-host of the Bugle podcast, host of Tea with Alice, brings you a series of three genre-bending solo stand-up shows that explore the boundary between comedy and tragedy. The shows were recorded back-to-back as a three-hour show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in April of 2018 with a binaural microphone, which creates an intensely immersive listening experience. AliceFrazier.com. Check out AliceFrazier.com with an S. And last but not least, Rebecca Evans' The Art Podcast. We move past hesitation. We're true to ourselves. We find our own art and life. New episode with comic author and musician Greg Barron is now available. TheArtPodcasts.com with an S. All right, let's get to these trailers, Graham. We let's have a uh, do it, buddy. We had a trailer request from an uh, from a guest. Um, request. Let's do the uh, Spider-Man: The New Far From Home trailer with a uh, healthy dose of, dose of Mysterio. So this is Spider-Man. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, trailer two, maybe. Is that is that? No, it's the to? first. Uh, it might be. Mm. Trailer yeah. Trailer two. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Far From Home trailer too. Yes. <laughs> Have you got to see it, Aaron? Okay. What is this? What? Oh, this is some weird. It is what? I wanted this. Terrible thing. haircut on that guy. Look at that. Spider-Man. Here we go. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is about to play, but if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, stop watching because there's some serious spoilers oh, about to come up. But if you have seen Avengers Endgame, enjoy the trailer. <laughs> there's, there's a disclaimer on Everywhere the I go, I see his face. No, is there really a spoiler if, uh, yeah, you know, if you made the movie? We know you came back. I don't think Tony would have done <laughs> no, he's what talking he about did what's his name's if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. That's all I The kill mode. You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Heads up, Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Fury. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, dorks? (laughs) What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo's. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fell in love. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Beck. I could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. The snap to our hole in our Mysterious. dimension. Mysterious. Parallel Earth. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do. I can't remember the name of these, uh, the us. elements. Hydro Man, there's gotta be something else you can use. What about Thor? Off world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. I'm glad Spider-Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. Oh my god. I just always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. 
Are you going to step up or not? Or, or some like. I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. <laughs> New plan. Yay. I mean, you know, keep in mind, uh, that's the director of Iron Man. <laughs> you know, right, right. You forget. Yeah, who plays Happy? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it, it looks great, but he, here's what the, the internet chatter that I was seeing is like, oh, oh we're yeah. going to get all, um, you know, multiverse and, you know, other worlds. Well, because uh, they mentioned worlds. the Spider-Verse because yeah. there might be a live... Right. Yeah. And uh, But here's the thing. It's Mysterio. He might be lying about being from yes. another Earth. It turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Mysterio, it What's turns that? out... You're still playing. Well, <laughs> you should stop playing. Follow up. A Twilight Zone. Okay, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so Mysterio <laughs> might be lying. Yes. And because, and I did not know this, because uh, there are, the, turns out there are gaps in my uh, long box, box education. What? But he is an illusionist from Hollywood. Yes, he's a special effects uh, artist. And everything that he does when he's like playing like a... Uh, uh, fighting a villain or something. Everything is staged to make him look like he's like this big hero. hero. So, so is might, he really a hero? Yeah, this might he's all be an illusion. A, yeah, it might just be an illusion. Mm-hmm. He might not be a good guy. I tell you what we're going to see, my guess. We're going to see Tony Stark either in a flashback and or some sort of pre-recorded, you know, my son, Jorah. Right. Oh. You know, that type yeah. of thing. We're going to see one of those. I left one oh, last set of good spider call. armor for you. Yes, yes. Oh, that is actually... To, be, yeah. to use in your deepest hour uh, of need. Yeah. If you're watching this, I'm already <laughs> dead. You know, like, it's coming. I love you 3,000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it's, we're going to see that. Uh, but you know the three... Th- somebody, somebody said this, and I, I have not double-checked it, that all the minutes of the 22 movies 3,000 minutes all 22 minutes uh, all 22 movies added up together were 3,000 minutes <gasps> I don't know how many days is that I don't know all right. how don't many know. diapers would I need <laughs> to watch that yeah, a, lot, a lot of movies a lot of minutes um, it's just put a TV in the bathroom alright let's check out the uh, <laughs> let's check out the next one Crawl Crawl alright this is gonna be great now, I got to tell you, Crawl is one of those like horror movie premises that, that you go, oh, why hasn't anyone done this before? This oh, is wow. like so ridiculous that uh, I can't believe this hasn't been done yet. And, and yet now they somebody have finally not? did it. And But did uh, did you and they both check the IP on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that I has not yet been done? Universal must have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Paramount, rather. Trailer. Yeah. Paramount Pictures. Is it going to be? I that'll be that scary. The state of Florida has issued a category. First of all, already horrible. The hurricane in Florida. <laughs> already horrific. Oh, so it's a documentary. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to go. No, they're going to stay. Your loved ones can get out. Or they'll get stuck. Dad! And they'll be really attractive. We'll be able to come for you. Dad! The governor said we won't be able to come for you mm-hmm. in, a, in a creepy voice. Gators. Uh, oh, <laughs> gators done got you. Yep. Hedder, hurricanes <laughs> and gators. Oh. I'm fine. 
I'm tourniqueting. Basically, this is Sharknado, but with a hurricane and alligators. Oh, love it. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if someone's going to jump up and eat that. Ah, no, oh, my God, I did not. I did That's not see that coming. That's fantastic, Jackie. <laughs> well done. Sam, oh, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Oh, well done. Oh, now I really want to see this. I'll distract him for you. You got this! Now, oh, how do you fight those gators on their own turf? Wow, they're big. You don't... Oh, you don't just want... You need to go now. I'm not leaving you here. Oh, oh no. I thought they were going to come for them. <laughs> Wait, is this trailer still going on? Yep. Oh, yeah. It's still going on. It's still happening. By the way, there's bad gators, and they're coming for you. <laughs> yes. And we don't know how many, but got, they've gotten a taste for human flesh. Now they're, uh, they're not going to be here. Come on. Yeah. Mess with cursing. the wrong person. <laughs> it's your weird um, title crawl because all the gators are swimming. Right. So I'm like, okay. Is it better than swim? <laughs> it is better than swim. Crawl implies. Uh, I was so. Something. Wondering as I was watching that, what version of. Come and get it. Are you are we gonna hear? <laughs> you mess with the wrong. Yeah. Will she scream no at the sky? You know, Will <laughs> there be a Wolverine like no at the sky? Have, you know, just some like curse you, nature. Yeah. <laughs> is, you know, is there gonna be a gator puns? Is there gonna yeah. be a mm-hmm. see you later? Somebody's you gonna know? say, I'm gonna make a handbag out of you. Yeah, something right? that's gotta Please. be there somewhere. Right. You should have been boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember the end of Romancing the Stone when mm. Michael Douglas comes back and he's wearing alligator boots? Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. Anything? Anyway? Yeah. Okay. I'm 100. 107. So, all right. And we have on DVD and Blu-ray the Lego Movie 2, the second part. I didn't see the Did first... you see the, the I... Lego Movie 2? I, no, I saw I the first one. Yeah. I was the adorable. first one. Yeah, I didn't. I never got around to seeing the second one. No, I think that was a fair amount of America. Because I saw the same same thing. Uh, Whole family saw the first one. Everyone was like, "Eh, yeah, we can see the second one. But no one was ready to rush out and see it. But, uh, I, I mean, we'll see it on streaming or whatever. So all of America went. Yeah, it's like, I like the first one, but I don't know if I need another one. Yeah. Right, what was the other Blu-ray? The other, and What Men Want. Ugh. Also, another movie went, man, I don't think we need this either. <laughs> Why mm. would you remake? Yeah. Did you guys see, have you heard of the Seth Rogen uh, Secretary of State, Shirley's Throne? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard that it's actually quite good. I really? heard the same thing, yeah. Which, uh, when I, I was full of rage, full of uh, crazy lady rage, because uh, I was like, <laughs> did he just buy himself a trophy movie? Uh, I was like... <laughs> Because I think Seth Rogen is funny and likable, mm-hmm. um, and Shirley's Theron is a is a good looking specimen of what, humanity. What's that movie called, Aaron? The Long Shot. The Long yeah. Shot. That's it. But I heard actually that it was uh, pretty well done. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on the fence. I almost saw it this weekend because I was like, there were some parts of the trailer when we watched mm-hmm. it on the show like a couple weeks ago. I was like, mm, this could be funny. Yeah, I yeah. heard it was smart. Just yeah, thinking, I heard know. it was smarter than the trailers made it look. They cannot. Cut a comedy trailer no. to save their lives without it looking really they dumb. They ruin. And, yeah, everything looks like uh, is Paul that Blart what's Malk. happening? You're correct. Everything you looks like, everything How did looks I like, not know this? Yeah, everything <laughs> looks like Paul Blart male. Uh, you know, mall yeah. cop. Yeah. Yeah. Every uh. trailer is cut that way. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, the genius that is Mall Cop. Yeah. Uh, I think they captured it in the yeah. trailer, uh, which was why I never saw yeah. it. <laughs> like, put the dumbest, broadest jokes in the trailer, make sure somebody falls down, Bumps and then put, and put goofy music, and then uh, um, have a possible meet cute that uh, is funny. Done. And a swear word that mm-hmm. they cut out of, you son of a... Yeah, and then... Only the young... So the next movie is one I really, really want to see on Blu-ray that I missed in the theater is They Shall Not Grow Old. That's the documentary the World that War Peter I. Jackson uh, did, took old World War One footage and colorized it and also in the theaters made it 3D. I watched this film and it is such a powerful piece of filmmaking in two ways. One, Peter Jackson's alien technology lab. Right. That he's got, you know, creating yeah, yeah. old black and white footage that was hand cranked so everybody walks weird slows it down colorizes it makes it so personal and adds sound too adds sound Mm -hmm. and he did from lip reading yes yes exactly oh jackie he went you got to see this movie he went and like researched so there's this one scene where there's a guy read there's a bunch of like doughboys ready to go i guess that was the u.s but whatever the, Mm -hmm. the soldiers ready to go and there's a guy reading something so they went in, looked at the insignias on the uniforms and went, oh, they're this unit, this regiment, this is this date and time. He's probably found the letter the guy was reading, had a voiceover actor from the part of England where that person was from and read it. And you're just like, only that crazy motherfucker, yeah. Peter Jackson. <laughs> two words, disposable income. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have amazing. a side gig. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. And what's it called? Um, they Shall Not Grow They Shall Not Grow oh, And not then the other thing he does, um, because we, we read this when we researched the film, you know, he's a, like a World War I history buff, right? So he's watched all these, all of these um, World all War I docs. Yeah. And a lot of docs. Oh, and one of the things I saw it in the theater, so there was one of those like mini interviews on camera with it afterwards. Oh, neat! That they do at ArcLight, and I think it was following this anywhere this movie was playing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he did too was the only he found interview footage on the BBC from World War One vets that was in like the '60s, and they're the only ones talking. There's no historians. There's no politicians. So all you're hearing is. You know, we were in the trenches and it'd be rats eating the dead bodies, but we were so scared from the... And you're just like... And then they're showing this footage that mm-hmm. he's enhanced and slowed down. Yeah, yeah. And it is. it shows you because it's, it's... I don't... You know, we obviously don't study it enough in this country anymore. We study World War II and yeah. whatever. But man, was it an awful war. Right. It was horrifying. It and was trench warfare too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, awful trench warfare and what they had to go through it was just it's it's a it's a movie like there's there's yeah. a series of boys books uh, that i read when i was in junior high and um this guy he 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 glorified the civil war which was almost impossible in 1906 um but uh he he also wrote a uh, a, a series of four books about world uh, two or three Two, two to four books, I can't remember, about World War One, And he had to stop. I think he couldn't figure out a way to sort of glorify war in it. 
Because it was, I mean, and the Civil War was foul. Yes. And he, uh, I think he was a Civil War All veteran. wars are foul. Yes. And <laughs> uh, the Joseph A. Altshuler was his name. And uh, there was the Civil War series. There was eight of them. It's about two cousins from uh, Kentucky. One fights for the South, one fights for the North. I don't know if you, hmm. anyway. Uh, uh, but uh, I have them all on my phone. Because <laughs> I read them in junior high. I genuinely love them. Uh, yes, this movie, They Shall Not Grow Old. Uh, and if you do, if you didn't get to see it in the theater, and you're watching it at home this is one of those movies it's not just some doc you kind of have on turn the lights off turn your phone off how long is it it's a couple hours two hours yeah Yeah. two-ish and watch the whole thing and if it has the interview footage with peter jackson extras i'm sure it's got to watch that Mm -hmm. because it will make it'll make your jaw drop even more on what he did how the research and everything it's 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 fantastic and it's like it, it is such a great for me it was a great anti-war movie completely snubbed at the oscars too oh I man mean, it made like, me so really mad. yeah not yeah. best documentary but also best visual effects too like he's, he did stuff that's never been done before never been done where he reinvented yeah. the damn wheel for yes. the son of it uh-huh. again yeah again and, yeah again and nothing and it's like what really if any movie should have been nominated it was this movie right. so um, anyway, in the uh, site spotlight and the fan feedback, uh, you guys have been really great about uh, interacting with us, especially on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, also, if you have one of the things that's come up, I wanted to mention this to you guys. Um, some of you like that we're doing trailers during the podcast, and some of you don't. So let us know if you want us to keep that feature in the show or not, because you seem uh, a little split. So if you want to tweet at us or if you want to email us at info at comedyfilmnerds.com, because I want to make this, um, make sure you guys know that we're always open to what you guys like, what you don't like. And, you know, it's... And stopping it, to do another yeah, it's, 20 minutes hey, or something. You're like, a, yeah, that's yeah, great. Hey, it's a podcast. We can change it anytime we want. <laughs> yeah. And know that if we do change it, half of you are going to be mad. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so let us know. And so we're trying to get the ratio see, right. Joined if right 90% us, of in. you want to change, then, uh, <laughs> then yeah. we know. Oh, it might be there. Well, we, we can handle the uh, 10% that might be upset. Uh, <laughs> so let us know. And also on the message boards, please continue to use those. Those are great. And also uh, the store, we've got a lot of great stuff still there. If you haven't bought a... Um, um, earbuds, we have a digital and on DVD. And also, the DVD, if you want to buy that, if you still buy DVDs, it's on Amazon now, and it'll be available for Amazon Prime, so you can get it in like a day or two. Is Horcrux still up? Horcrux Digital is still up on That's right. Comedy you want to stream, uh, mm-hmm. this will make an excellent Horcrux. It has yes. my soul in it. Knock mm-hmm. yourselves out, people. Digital, yeah. get yourself digital a digital. download uh, still on the CFN site. Digital Horcrux. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I just wanted to put those yeah. two words together. <laughs> They're good ones. It's pretty cool. Uh, so I'm premiering this week. We have uh, uh, Jackie. Would you say Tolkien or Tolkien? I say Tolkien. Yes, so do yeah. I. But uh, the Some trailer people... is saying Tolkien. Do they? <laughs> yeah, but I don't care. You know who else probably doesn't care? J.R.R. Tolkien. No, he's dead now. Yeah. Uh, so and his son is like, mm, check's still clearing? Let's yeah, do it. doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so. so now this is the kind of movie, I honestly, I saw the trailer again. I, I really feel like it could go either way. It could be this really <laughs> insightful, poignant look into the writing process and how he created the Lord of the Rings from the horrors of World War One, as we were talking about. Or it could be just one of those thrown together, schmaltzy, contrived, uh, nonsensical 
musical uh, bio- right. biographies. You guys like this guy. Here's yeah. a movie about right. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really feels yeah. like, I feel like it's not going to be in it the middle. Looked, I feel it like looked, it, it's like the bad kind. Yeah, That's I, why I was like, I don't know that I'll, so, but here's the good news. You guys will see it. I won't have to. Yeah. And then you'll tell me <laughs> we'll about it. We'll talk about it next week. I'm worried too yeah. that it's going to be a tapestry of biopic <laughs> cliches. Yeah, it really, I'm hoping it isn't, but I, again, it's it's certainly in the realm of possibility. And I don't think it's going to be a middle ground. I think right. it's going to be like uh, awful or like really cool. <laughs> it'd be nice. If it, it'd yeah. be nice if it were really cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hope for it. Yeah. And then Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I am unrealistically excited to see this movie. Oh, Christopher. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Unicorn a, Store somehow yes. terrible. <laughs> we have a maze runner on our hands. I, I might be. I don't know. But you know, Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu. I mean, I'm like, uh, you know, I'll be seeing it with or without the kids this weekend. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, which uh, which it's going to be, I, but uh, they are adorable. I'm ex- uh, I'm excited for your despondent review next year. Yeah. <laughs> but, I wanted uh, so you know, much. It, it's tough. It, it's one of those tough weeks. I kind of want to see uh, Tolkien too. So I don't know. I I have the possibility and the opportunity to to maybe disappointed twice. <laughs> I think for me, Pokemon. This Pokemon movie is going to be your uh, Samurai Batman movie. <laughs> it could be. Where I literally was shaking. I was so excited <laughs> for it and was so bummed out. It was so disappointing. I was sitting on this movie, just drawn toward and rejecting the 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 draw of Bumblebee over and over and over again because I wanted to watch Bumblebee. Bumblebee, but I couldn't watch Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to watch. I've seen all the Transformer movies; they're all dumb, and uh, cars turn into robots. And, oh, uh, yeah, okay. they're they're horrible. Now I will say this: uh, Bumblebee is by far the best one. What? Yes, Chris oh. Chris yeah. Manzini. Yes, Bumblebee apologist. Yes, <laughs> but again, because it's not directed by Michael Bay; it's directed by Travis Knight, who did mm-hmm. uh, you know Kubo and the Two Strings, and his yeah. studio did Coraline and oh, okay. all those cool movies. And so there's hope. Oh, it was really it oh, was it's, good. So it's it worth was, the back of a chair on an airplane. Yes, is what you're telling absolutely. me? Absolutely. You know, it's a throwback to the '80s Transformers okay. that we grew up with. Yeah, and the, while you read, one just of, that's how up. I like to. That's yeah. how I like to watch yes. a, a movie on the back so, of a chair. So for sure, it, you will not be disappointed if you watch. It that way. Okay, fair yes. enough. Yeah, yeah. It's like a baseball game. And, Just yeah. have and it on the back. On my second flight, I'll play it again and I'll say, Garçon, I would like some headphones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, and if you can get past, um, you know, the robots having better acting performances than John Cena, then, you know, you can also enjoy the film. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried. Ex- I would expect that. Yes. Yeah. I tried not, to watch Axel again. It's not a surprise. What's Jackie? And, uh, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. The, the, what are you the, doing? The, the kids. Yeah. Like, These are my imaginary friends from when I was little. They've, they're, now they're a movie. Yeah. <laughs> there's a robot murder dog. And his, and his, I and think his, there needs there's some friend. type of intervention needs to take place. It's on and, uh, my phone. Oh, Jackie. I doubt it. And you had weird imaginary friends if one was a robot murder dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much. It wasn't a murder dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was a robot dog. Yeah. No, it wasn't even a robot. Anyway. Did you have a candy spy helicopter too? <laughs> I want one now. Who doesn't want a candy spy yeah, helicopter? Where can I get the candy spy helicopter? We're going to be selling those on the site yeah. soon, guys. We'll so just them. go to Con- yeah. Autograph <laughs> Candy yeah. Kickstarter. <laughs> Holy shit, this was almost a two-hour episode. I know, episode. it was a crazy. I was like, oh, yeah, this would be great. We'll only do one episode, get out of here. Nope. Nope. Nope, mm, nope. two Chewing hours. up to the afternoon. My God, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Jackie Cation, where can people find you? Telling jokes on stage, murder-dogging. Where uh, are you going to be? I am going to be opening for Maria Bamford, if it all still works out. The Bamford. Uh, in uh, next weekend at Portland's Helium Comedy Company, or Ooh. Helium whatever. Great club. In Portland, Oregon, and then... Um, 
I think I meant rooster tea feathers and May. May's full of stuff. June's full of stuff. Go to JackieCation.com and look at my schedule and nice. you will enjoy that. Excellent. And listen to The Dark Forest. Listen yeah, to The Dark do. Forest. Also then, on uh, ATC. Also on All Things Comedy, mm-hmm. uh, The Dark Forest. And then Jackie and Lori show uh, on Max Fun where we bitch about stand-up comedy. Nice. And celebrate it. <laughs> we celebrate and bitch. Lori Kilmartin. That's, the, that's what stand-up comedy that's what you can do with it. Yes. You can celebrate and bitch about it in the same sentence. Yep. Easily. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's an hour. Uh, same way, same thing people do with Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I realized re- I recently why I didn't like Game of Thrones. They're hiding a political thriller behind that dragon, and I don't want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did put on Twitter, though, sometimes a show about dragons is just a show about dragons. <laughs> I put on Twitter... Um, 60% of the internet is for Game of Thrones and bacon, and I don't like either one of these, so the internet isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, it gets real dirty right around 80%, yeah. mm-hmm. so if you stick it out. So, so Graham, what do you have coming up? Uh, progressive Comedy Tour uh, going uh, to the East Coast, June 12th through the 19th. We are going to D.C., uh, Baltimore, Philly for two nights, New Haven, Connecticut, New York City, and Boston. Go to GrahamElwood.com for all of my tour dates. All right, check out. And uh, when I mentioned Long Ago and Far Away has now dropped with Starburns Press, so you can get it on Comixology, only $1.99 an issue and uh, the last episode of conversations from the abyss has also dropped with mark agliardi hal lublin and rick overton it's a really fun one it's got a lot of uh, audio effects in it and it's about a grieving man who befriends a ghost in a graveyard so check it out please do and uh, also uh, check out the comedy film nerd store and the patreon and all those good things Great ways to support the show. Jackie mm-hmm. Cation, always wonderful to have you here. Thank you for bringing your vast Marvel knowledge to us. <laughs> um, and uh, My random political rage. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> I had to start an, well, my own YouTube channel because yeah. I kept hijacking the show yeah, with my random I was, like, political I was trying to get it back on track. I'm like, oh, would he just do his own YouTube channel Just, about this? Graham, <laughs> go over there and yeah. yell. Um, but, you know, today it was appropriate. We were talking about a, talk a political about movie. Yeah. So we can, mm-hmm. uh, then I can yeah. shoehorn my nonsense yeah. into yeah. it. <laughs> um, so, uh, Aaron, thank you um, for uh, everything you do. and uh, All of it, Aaron. All, all of it, Aaron. It. We really appreciate it. I know this past weekend was a little hard. Um, <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> It's a long season, dude. A lot of baseball mm. left to be played. Mm. Um, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. <laughs> <laughs>